What's up? This is Brandon London, and you're listening to the Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast. You hear that? The Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast. Let's go, Giants. Uh, in other news, uh, the last few weeks we've had multiple people weighing in on the Saquon Barkley contract situation with uh, a standout defensive player being one of them. Kev, who's had what to say? Well, yeah, I mean, um, Tommy DeVito on the tw- was it, 25th of January on the site complex, uh, DeVito called for the Giants to call the Brinks trucks and come drop off the cash at the front door. I nearly did that. I nearly tried that in American Jersey accent, all right? And I was in my head, I was going to do it. But I thought, <laughs> no, don't embarrass yourself any more than you actually have to, Kev, all right? But for, for those who have no idea what the Brinks is, it's a cash handling company in the US. Uh, DeVito went on to say that Berkeley is the best ever teammate throughout his whole football career. And that he said, I hope it's with the Giants. But if not, somebody call the band because the bank is coming because this man needs to get paid. It's and like so. It's 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 such an interesting situation because I really can see Barkley going. I can see him staying. It's so weird. I mean, it's a it's a risky move from the rookie QB to express opinions. Uh, he argue he um he's arguably doesn't have that kind of standing in the game. What do you think, Dan? For a rookie, I mean, undrafted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You know, whether it's their opinion is right or wrong is another thing. But is it risky for Tommy Cutlets? Potentially. I get him back in his teammate and he wanting his teammate to get paid. You know, that sort of, there is that sort of talk of it being a brotherhood, you know, in the, in the locker room and, you know, they, they look out for each other. Obviously, especially with the fact that they both play on the, on the offense as well. So I kind of, I, I get what Tommy's saying, but at the same time, like you said, you're an undrafted rookie. You're, you're kind of at the bottom of the pecking order. Maybe you should stay out of little things a little bit and just let the big boys get on and deal with it. Well, I was just going to ask you that, Craig. You know, do you think it's a case of undrafted rookie stay in your lane or do you think he's well within his rights to come out and stand by his uh, star running back? I think it's a bold move, <laughs> you know, to, to, to dice with you. I'm not saying he's dicing with his career, but to kind of dice with your career by coming out and saying something that maybe the brass won't like um it's a i I guess that's a that's a jersey thing kind of thing you know it's you they don't mince them meant you know mince their words uh and i guess that he he's been asked the question and he's kind of fallen into the the non-pr trained trap that uh maybe he he hasn't had as much exposure to because the Giants didn't think he was going to end up in front of as many cameras and as many microphones as he potentially has. So it's um yeah it's definitely a brave one from him. But then you know he strikes me as someone that doesn't doesn't really sort of you know conform to what is normal. You know mm-hmm. he's sort of he's he seems to be sort of a law unto himself almost in terms mm-hmm. of you know, nobody expected him to play the way he's play- he played in, in those games he came in. 
Um, his agent as well is a whole <laughs> another day. <laughs> so it's almost like I'm Tommy DeVito, I do what I want sort of thing. It's maybe that sort of bit of cocky, bit sort of brash, like, yeah, look at me, I'm Tommy DeVito. And, you know, like, he backed, he did back up some of it on the field last season. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, I still, yeah, like, maybe, like I said, maybe the air just sort of piped down a little bit. You know. Mm. Um, but someone on this uh, in this trio has uh, had a little bit of, I wouldn't say beef, but a little bit of a to and fro with a former player on X. Um, I have no idea. No idea what you're talking about. I think that's you, right? <laughs> we'll start with the first of the two other players that have spoken out, and we'll end with my uh, my my ex beef. Um, so the day after Tommy's uh, interview on the Complex website, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau joined ex-NBA star Carmelo Anthony on his 7pm in Brooklyn YouTube show and echoed Tommy's comments. Uh, he did say that he wasn't upset that Daniel Jones got his 160 million contract, but he did say that he was mad that Saquon didn't get his Kayvon did kind of caveat his point that he said he believes in Daniel Jones. Now, the whole quote uh, whole quote was, what I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at the game tape, the tape, Saquon was responsible for 30% of our offensive plays. So for me, for the integrity of working together and the hard work, and I believe all believe in the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first. That's what I feel. So that was... Uh, a, a section on the hour interview that Kayvon had on uh, Kamala Anthony's show uh, where he spoke about a lot of things. I couldn't actually find the individual part of the interview to get any context either side, but I have seen the clip where he's talking about it. Um, and on that same day, another ex-giant put his five penneth worth in on X as Cole Beasley posted that at Saquon, I need you to go to Dallas, get in to run it up on your old team who disrespected you as rejuvenating lol. Um, not really sure I respect Beasley's opinion uh, because of the fact that he doesn't really have more than a weak grasp on an organization that he was nothing more than a practice squad member for. Um, and just to show how rent-free the Giants are in his head, he decided to clap back at my quote retweet where I said that an irrelevant player's making a comment about a team that he so-called hates when he wasn't on it long enough really to hate it. Um, I think his clapback clap was, it, uh, imagine being irrelevant, um, to which I responded, must be difficult, and I don't think I got a reply to that. So... Um, don't forget, in the eyes of Beasley, we are an irrelevant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I call viewers and listeners, that's what you call a bite. <laughs> Absolutely love it. He's he, a, 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 an NFL player with over 400,000 ex-fans decided to clap back at a small podcast from England with less than 2,000 ex-followers. But hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, in all serious, though, um, both players obviously believe in Barkley and want him to get paid. We're going to get into our sort of personal opinion on the Barkley situation in a couple of weeks' time when we have a look at our free agents. But um, Kev, we'll, we'll start with you on this one. Do you think that Barkley's kind of 
shackled a little bit by how the league views running backs more than it just being a Giants issue. Oh, yeah, massively. I mean, it's it's just the whole thing is against running backs at the moment, like, you know, and the tag as well is, is a, a, a tool that can be used, as you know, against them. I mean, the, the, the problem is I think Saquon Barkley looks at someone like Christian McCaffrey and thinks, I'm on that level. The, the problem is he just hasn't got this. The talent was there. The talent was there. But um, the, the production just hasn't ma- matched the same as McCaffrey's. So it's very difficult to, to pick yourself up against someone like that. I mean, in this day and age now, I think running backs, they're so devalued. And it's more like Christian McCaffrey's like the exception to the rule. Mm. He's the unicorn. And 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 um, and you uh, you kind of notice that as well. If you we'll get into it, like you said in a couple of weeks time. But the free agent market for running backs, there's so many like perceived good running backs and free agency. Um, mm. So we'll be interested to see what type of deal he gets somewhere else, or if he comes back to us. And you know, it could be in a lesser deal that was on the table last year. But we'll you know we'll see. Talking about Christian McCaffrey, um, another thing that he has done. Probably more than Barkley, though he has had his issues as well, his durability. Dan, do you think that that's another kind of wrinkle to this this story that's likely to play out for a while yet? I mean, it has to be, hasn't it? Um, you know, Bar- obviously, he's, Barkley stayed fit in 2023, um, but he had, what, two games? Was it two games on the sideline? So he played, uh, what, 15 cool. games? In hmm. So, you know, he stayed relatively healthy last season. Um, but at the same time, I mean, like you said, Kev, CMC is he's unique, you know, there's no other back like him in the league, and so for the, the fact that Barkley is, you know, wanting the similar sort of money to what he's wanting, maybe I don't know, but it's not going to happen. Um, Christian McCaffrey is unique. Like I said, and the 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 running back market is saturated with decent, good, above average running backs that are all wanting the same sort of deal. So I think yeah, the 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 market is a bit sort of it's going to be a bit skewed, and he is kind of shackled by it. Um, and durability definitely will play a part of that as well, because teams are going to look at his injury history. Um, and are they going to want to offer him top money? Probably not. There might be a team that, that decides, you know what? Actually, I'm going to take a punt. Let's offer him a, a two, three year deal on, on on good on the money he wants, with you know, an out after two maybe, and let's see what we get. And if that happens, good luck to him. I'll be I'll be gutted, but good luck to him. Uh, but at the same time, I think if we if he is going to stick around in 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 at the Meadowlands at MetLife. Then I think he's going to have to uh, temper his expectations and maybe take a hit on what was offered to him uh, mid-season last year. Because I probably don't. Yeah, I don't even think he's probably going to get that. To be fair, anymore because the market is meh. Yeah, the, the value of a running back is is nowhere near what it used to be, unfortunately. So yeah. I, I think it's going to be tough for him. Um, you know, a lot. You know, another point about the whole Barkley situation is what Joe Shane said at the, at the senior bowl yesterday as well. Um, he'd spoken to Barkley on Friday after the season ended, 
and the conversation was good. It won't, but it won't be the last one they have. And the current plan is to circle up in sort of quote as what as he quoted uh, with Barclays reps at the combine, which runs you know end of February to begin the March, that first sort of week of March. Um, so it's going to rumble on for a little bit longer, um, sort of at least the next month or so. So it's going to be. There's going to be plenty of talk about it. There's going to be plenty of rumours. There's going to be plenty of, you know, contract talk um, amongst uh, Giants Twitter, amongst Giants fans, amongst Giants media. Um, and it's going to be intriguing what happens over the course of the, this, this next month. Um, if anything does, you know, if there are any sort of more grumblings and um, talks about what is happening or if it's just going to come down to, all right, let's talk. Let's talk at the combine um, with it, with his uh, with his agents, with his representatives. But when you know, before we move on, like when if a deal does get done, when do you guys sort of see a deal getting done, if at all? Oh, so, such an interesting one because um, well, free agency starts. Uh, I don't know dates off the top of my thirteenth of March, I think. So I, I think he. I think he will. Um, he will test the market. He'll just his agents will see that that legal tampering period. I think they'll see then what the market's like. And to be honest, I think a decision will be made that weekend, that Monday, Tuesday, when it's a, when you're officially allowed to do it. I think it'll either be with another team or with the Giants. They'll be very quick either way. Yeah, I think there's always these sort of premier signings, isn't there, on the first day of free agency. And and I agree. I do think that if he's going to make the most of his money, and if people are going to offer the money, it's going to be early, isn't aren't, aren't they? Because the longer he waits, the less he's going to get. So he's going to have to jump on that horse pretty damn quickly. So I would say, yeah, you're looking at we'll probably hear something before free agency is official. You know, normally on that day before when Schefter or Rappaport or Pelissero one of them drops, oh, so-and-so has an it will intend to sign with X, I think we'll probably find out then. Yeah, I think it would be... If it goes anything past the sort of end of March, I think it, it will start turning into a, a huge contract saga and that's when it will be... You're not going to get the money you want, but I, the fact he, he is one of the, the, the biggest, best free agents in the league this off-season... So he's going to get snapped up quickly, whatever he decides to do, whether he decides to re-sign with us or whether he decides to move on to another team, it's going to happen quick. Um, so, yeah, um, I hope he stays. Um, you know, we've got other holes to fill on the roster. Hmm. Has he done enough to stay? Has he done enough to earn a, a new contract? I think so. But maybe just not on the money that he wants. Um, yeah, Steve, uh, Fully agree with you, Steve. We've got we've got too many other holes to fill in the draft, um, and yeah, other free agents want similar money and could go elsewhere. Pay the man. Um, depends how much you pay him, I suppose. At the end of the day, doesn't it? Uh, for podcast listeners, that's the end of that section. <laughs> 